You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. I'm Stuart Banks from AIB Treasury and as usual I'm joined today by Oliver Mangan, AIB's Chief Economist. Ollie, the manufacturing PMI for November posted 49.7, which was down from 50.7 in October. What does this slight decline tell us? Well, I think uh, we've got to look at the data for the last six months and the PMI for the manufacturing sector has been coming in either side of 50. Uh, what it shows you is that the sector remains in the doldrums. Anything below 50 is uh, contracting uh, manufacturing output. It's just below it, so it's a slight contraction. The previous month, it was above it, a slight increase. So overall, manufacturing conditions in the manufacturing sector are flat. Um, maybe a slight rise one month, slight decline the next. That's what we're seeing. When you look at the data, um, what we're seeing is uh, in November again, total orders rose again, right, for the second consecutive month, which is welcome. But when you break it down, the export orders were down. That was for the fifth month in a row. So clearly what's happening, we're obviously a very open economy, manufacturing sector is very exposed to international markets. So what's happening here is the weakening global growth and probably Brexit uncertainty as well is weighing on the manufacturing sector, depressing export orders. Activity being helped by a strong domestic economy in terms of the domestic orders are holding up. So it's really a story of weak external demand uh, weighing on the manufacturing sector. And that remains the case. Um, the OECD economic outlook uh, is published twice a year. The most recent report came out a couple of weeks ago. It acknowledged the marked slowdown in global growth this year, but also painted quite a downbeat picture for 2020 and 2021, saying conditions won't get any worse, but we're in for what I call an extended period of sluggish growth. So to some extent, that's coming through in, in, the, uh, in the manufacturing index here, the PMI. I think what we're looking for is, we don't know whether the OECD forecast is correct or not, but uh, we'll be paying particular attention to that export orders component of the PMI going forward. If we're to see an improvement in that, well, that will signal that uh, we should see a pickup up manufacturing activity uh, early next year. But as things stand, flat conditions in the manufacturing sector, subdued over-level of activity, uh, and Brexit there weighing on UK orders, weighing on Brexit, uh, sorry, weighing on sentiment or confidence within the sector that was cited by respondents. So not a disastrous report, but um, overall, uh, still flat in the sector. Okay, and in a wider European context, how does the Irish uh, release compare with, it, with with the European counterparts? Yeah, maybe the strength of the domestic sector here is helping to underpin manufacturing activity because when you look into particularly mainland Europe, manufacturing has been contracting quite sharply. Now, a lot of that is around the German economy and German manufacturing industry, which has been hit hard. Uh, the auto sector is a big part of the European, um, or the car industry is a big part of the European manufacturing base. That's had a very difficult year. And secondly, in Germany in particular, very exposed to exporting to the China market. China slowed down a lot. So to some extent, manufacturing at the present time, the wrong products and exporting to the wrong markets is weighing on European manufacturing activity. So Ireland's outperforming. And the UK as well, obviously, activity there has been contracting. Brexit uncertainty is the big factor there, weighing on activity within the within the UK manufacturing sector. So Ireland actually has, uh, I say, with a flat picture, whereas it's contracting in the UK and particularly in the rest of the eurozone. So we're outperforming. Okay. In contrast to the manufacturing PMI, the services PMI for November at fifty three point seven uh, was a strong rebound from what was a seven year low in October of fifty point six. 
What were the main drivers of the rebound? Well, I think, first of all, the figured up October was surprisingly weak. And in hindsight, that looks like an aberration. And we did say, looking at the October figure, when you looked at the breakdown, the components, uh, they weren't as bad as the headline figure. So we're not that surprised to see a, you know, a marked rebound in the services number for, for uh, November. Uh, again, if we look at the, the subcomponents, there's four main sectors covering that. That There's finance, there's business, there's the telecoms and technology, uh, and then there's transport and tourism, etc. All sectors recorded good growth, which is very welcome, so it's broad-based. And uh, again, I was highlighting the weakness of the manufacturing side in terms of export orders. Export orders actually are quite strong on the services side. And again, that's not surprising because this global slowdown has been centred on manufacturing activity and international trade. And in most economies, consumer demand has held up, labour markets have held up, and the services side has held up better than manufacturing. So that's uh, that's quite positive. And again, when you look at the subcomponents of the services side, very strong employment subcomponent, strong growth in employment in um, the services sector. Again, consistent with the labour market data we've had from the CSO a couple of weeks ago. Rising backlogs of unfilled orders. So capacity constraints uh, emerging in the sector. Not surprising that there's strong employment growth then. So overall, uh, this is, I would say, a strong report in the services sector, much stronger than the manufacturing sector, and uh, a relief that the sharp drop in October was a once-off. You can get that with surveys every now and then. So we've bounced back uh, into strong territory in terms of activity within the sector. And good to see... Uh, Export orders picking up in both October and November. They went through a soft patch in quarter three. Now, again, it may be Brexit-related, those fears of a hard Brexit, etc. So that's helped drive that recovery uh, in the export of services in particular and overall activity in the services sector. And in summary, Ollie, what do the combined PMIs say about the current state of the Irish economy? It's important to remember in any economy, and it's true in the case of Ireland, that the services sector dominates the economy. Manufacturing is only about 10 or 12% of output in most economies, and uh, Ireland is much the same in that regard. An outlier would be Germany, where it's over a fifth of the economy. So the services sector is your key driver, and just look at the we look at the quarterly data published by the CSO on the labour market. Again, employment is only 10 or 12% of the total. It's all in the services sector. So the strength in the services sector would show you that the Irish economy is doing quite well. Now, it is not growing at the rapid pace we saw in 2016, 17 and 18, but it's still growing at quite a decent clip and much quicker than other economies. Uh, and we have that, the, the, the services PMI data confirm that, as do the labour market stats we've had for this year, and as do things like, for example, tax receipts, or even excluding the buying corporation tax receipts, overall tax receipts from VAT, from income tax, extra excise duty, all pretty strong this year. So it's further evidence <coughs> that the economy has, despite the headwinds presented by all the Brexit uncertainty, despite the slowdown in global growth, the Irish economy has actually done quite well this year, uh, and driven in particular by solid growth in the services sector. Ollie, thank you as always for your insights, and thanks also to our customers for listening in. To stay up to date with the markets, Brexit and the Irish economy, please press the subscribe button to AOB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC.
authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.